0: Fan Freaks Podcast, episode number forty-five. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Where we freak out about Are you our- gonna really do it? Are you gonna try to remember
1: it without me fucking doing it? <laughs> Where we freak out about our favorite. You got this. Oh my god, can you no 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 now? Stop we're in making it. me laugh. Now it's real though.
0: <laughs> Where we freak out about our favorite comics, games, movies, and every media in between. This is Agent the Masterful Dude of Doodliness, the face that runs the place, and
1: I am joined by... A fucking flabbergasted and stunned Bone King! Wow, dude, I didn't even have to give you the script or nothing, you got that. Uh, well, I do have an AA in film, so I would memorize the script. Does mean that you, yeah, an AA, that means you can read, good job! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to the show. This was. Hey,
0: do you know what's the difference between a drunk and an alcoholic? I don't know. Alcoholics have to go to those meetings. So welcome back, guys.
1: I legit was like, I can't think of where this joke is going. It's like I identify. But you said AA so much, it clicked in my head. Yeah, that that's what trauma does. You start (laughs) you start having flashbacks. Anyway, welcome to the show. Uh, Today's gonna be really fun episode. Oh, yeah, okay. Today's going to be a really fun episode. Uh, It's going to be a reaction review about something very interesting. We don't usually do reaction reviews on this, but we're going to do a reaction review of the PS5 reveal. It's very meaty. You're very meaty.
0: Thanks. Yeah.
1: Um, So we'll go straight into our recents from that. Uh, Okay, so do you want me to start with the recents, or do you want to go... Uh, no, you go with recents first. Okay. Lead the way. Sir. I really don't have a lot, and I was kind of worried about that, so hopefully we have enough meat on the, the PS5 reveal that we could just roll with that. Oh, I actually have a shitload of recents. Okay, good, because I, I, I barely have anything. Okay, cool. I'm here for you. Good. Be here for me, because I'm empty. Ooh, whoa, that sounded way more bad. <laughs> <laughs> I am here for you. <laughs> Moving on. To kill you, Chris oh. Redfield. God damn it, Modoc. All right, so my movies. Uh, I don't know if this is going to shock you, and this is partly why I watched it this week. Uh, I decided to finally sit down and watch Back to the Future 1 and 2 <gasps> for the first time. Without me? What? I didn't know you... What? I'm fucking pissed. Why? I wanted to watch it with
0: you. I didn't even know this. Fuck. Wh- I didn't even I know sa- this. I, th- I, I distinctly remember saying, dude, I have the, I have the 30th anniversary edition. Please let me watch it with you. I love watching Back to the Future I'll watch with it any again. newbie.
1: Oh, fuck. And now now the moment's gone. Now you what know everything. The moment's gone? It's no, I don't know everything. Fuck. First, and plus, I only saw the first two. There's still the third one. I mean, I didn't see that one. Fine. I'll take the third one. Okay. And I had my... I'm sorry. My least
0: favorite, but I'll take it.
1: Jesus. But I'm, you know what? I'm kind of glad that we didn't because honestly, it was okay. I've... Oh, um, I don't we're mean, mean we're and, and, I, I, and maybe because I don't, I don't mean to be that contrarian. It's not a bad movie. I thought the acting was fantastic. You know, the script is fun. Doc, what? you mean to tell me my mom has the hots for me? What's with all the mom fucking, like not fucking, but like mom it, hotness thing? Yeah, in the first one. Why does my mom want to fuck me so much? You know what's interesting is
0: <laughs> recently I had a weird debate. Uh, with some people where technically that's not his mom at that time because she hasn't birthed him yet. So technically it's not incest.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, uh, it's still his jeans. He's fucking. No, he wasn't wearing jeans at the time. No, mm, no. Mm, it's still <laughs> same DNA. Still same blood. Yes, technically. You, biologically. Where do you guys stand
0: on incest? Where do you guys stand on
1: time traveling incest? Is it still charming enough for you? I don't know. Oh, anyway, that aside, um, I I really liked... Okay, I'll ask you this first. Did you like Back to the Future 1 or 2 more? 2 is my favorite. Interesting. Because I really liked Back to the Future 1, and I know I just said that about all the mom weirdness, but like I like the structure and the story of 1 over the story of 2. Because 2 ends up being this whole like, keep-away thing with the sports almanac, and it's like... F- Fuck, there's so many happenstances and coincidences and there's a lot of like weird uh, sexual assault themes running in both movies. And I get it. They need the bad guy to like show that he's bad, but they actually like there's a lot of really the
0: only sexual assault in the second movie that comes to mind is the re the thing that happens in the first one with Biff in the car. Right. So it's really the same scene from one.
1: Sure, but if if I want to say there's another one in the first movie where after the resolution of his dad punching him in the face and oh, then the going to the prom, bully? this random ass redhead bully mm-hmm. just comes out of nowhere. Get out of the way, McFly. She's mine, and she just goes, "Help me, McFly." And just gets no, like, she says, "Help me, George." Dick, you're right. That makes quite the difference in my scenario here. You
0: have to understand (laughs) you're talking to a guy who has planned a flux capacitor tattoo on his body. I have a flux capacitor on my car. I paid $100 for that 30th anniversary of Back to the Future. Mm. I cosplayed Doc Brown on two different conventions. (laughs) I went and paid for the uh, theatrical re-release of the film when it was doing the 30th anniversary in cosplay at Sunset Place, and I watched the first, second, and third movie. And every time I get into a new car, I hit that bitch to 88 miles per hour while blasting Alan Silvestri's amazing... Yeah, okay. That amazing soundtrack, because that fucking soundtrack's fire. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, like... It comes in at weird times, though, I'm not gonna lie. Okay, but BT... T.F. is my f- one of the greatest trilogies I've ever seen in my life. Right. And while you're saying you've seen one and two together, mm-hmm. I'd argue watching the third one and putting it all together, if you watch it as a marathon together, it makes perfect cohesive sense. Sure. Because two is really part one of the second story right right well back to the future one is a standalone you could argue that it's perfect as a so standalone part three
1: yeah that's what i was gonna say part two and three are their own thing that feel connected yeah
0: um yeah i'd argue the the studio wanted a sequel and bob gale says well i have this idea wanted it's in the fucking movie right but it was sequel bait to just have like I, a potential this... it was a backdoor when they saw how good it was testing
1: all right, so you know what? I'm going to run this back. Let's start from the beginning. Real did quick.
0: you know that Resident Evil 2 it? What? Resident Evil 2 You, it? you remember Resident Evil 2? They canceled production of it.
1: Oh, they Resident Evil 2'd it. Oh, yeah. oh okay. I so see what you're saying. in
0: Resident Evil 2, right, they right. canceled it, what, 60% done? Like 70.
1: It's, it's even more than 50. I know it's like a crazy number. They
0: did the same with Back to the Future 1 where they fired the actor who was being mm-hmm. Marty, which was Eric Stoltz. They filmed at least more than half or half of the film mm-hmm. and then they reshot it with Michael J. Fox. Oh my. Because they liked him better than Eric Stoltz. But Michael J. Fox had difficulty with family ties. I'm sorry, this became the Back to the Future podcast. I was like, this is a lot of freaking Again, it, this is good, though. This is who the fuck I am. Well, then, I, I, I'm i really interested. I'm we really a mad. We should
1: probably do maybe a Back to the Future special then.
0: Oh, I am all in.
1: Yeah, because I, have oh, a, I, I feel like in. I have a lot to say about it. Like, because I, the first, what I mean to say, like, I, I, I regret that the first thing I mentioned was the whole uh, assault thing angle, but it's not even so much that it's assault. It's that a lot of the female characters just stand by and do nothing. Yeah. And it's like, I get it, it's a it's kind of like a It's um, Marty and
0: Doc's story. Yeah,
1: and it's like a role fulfillment for people who wanna be Marty. Like I, I get that, I totally do. But when you have the random redhead dude just come in and she just walks along with him like Yeah, and uh, she has no agency no? And she has like
0: no agency. No there. agency and just lets yeah, herself I get, it. get
1: and it's like, Oh, it's up to, to, you know, George to be mad enough to pull him away or else I'm just gonna marry this guy And it's like what what? Right. I don't know. But that that aside um, I like the angle of Marty trying to get back to the future because he has no fuel in the thing and there's a whole thing trying. I like that story as opposed to uh, Doc Brown comes back, shows that his whole thing runs on garbage, essentially. Well, it's a future thing. Right. But like he could go back as many times as he wants. Yeah. But so there should be no agency in the plot.
0: Well, no, the whole agency is about. Marty something's got to be done about your kids because Right, because he has to take the, place for the kids. Because Doc cares right. about
1: Marty and Marty's I future. get that, but you could always just as soon as things went wrong the first time, you yeah. could just went back and start it over. Right,
0: but Doc always says if you keep doing that, you'll eventually create a paradox, which is the the movie's but they like He already did. <laughs> yes, but again, this is this is Doc saying that remember in the same movie they go back to 1955. Marty's trying to get the almanac from Biff. Right. From young Biff, because right. old Biff gives him the almanac. So when they're at the Under the Sea dance and Marty's playing Johnny B. Good, Right. Doc specifically says, do not let that Marty see you, because it will create a paradox. Right. The film is trying really hard to tell you, hey, man. Shit will happen. Did you so, ever watch Time so movie?
1: And so this should not happen, right? These two people. So what happens in that very same fucking movie? What? Marty opens the door and hits the other Marty? No. The fucking two versions of... Um, Jennifer. Jennifer fucking sees each they other pass in the out. And they pass out. Yeah. Where's the fucking thing there? Like... No, it's what it only works if they're aware of it and don't pass out immediately after. That doesn't make sense. Look, my whole point is every single time they threatened a fucking time paradox, they did it anyway. And the plot ended up fine. Marty gave the guy the fucking or gave Dr. Oh, yeah, the because, note but, and the whole thing. And they said, you know what? Sometimes there's things you have to change. So fuck all that. You could have gone back. I get that. There's there's needs to be a movie. And we can't do this if there's no movie. And Biff went back in the time machine with him. I get it. There, There is stakes here. But why are we chasing the same sports almanac when we could go back and just stop him from taking it in the first place? Because that would create another timeline. We already have destroyed timelines. We left Jennifer in a destroyed timeline. Right, but the timeline changed around. So all then, how does that not? All right, continue with your fucking research. <laughs> Welcome to talk about Back to the Future, right? So, we're going to definitely do a, sp- a special on this, right? You have fucking no idea. Because, like, right? what I'm
0: going to do. W- what
1: does that mean? Whoa. Continue with your fucking research. What does that mean?
0: Oh, boy. So, you guys don't know how fucking Bone King went all out. On the it special, the <laughs> Resi special, but I'm this excited. is my fucking turf, man. Yeah,
1: okay, okay. I'm excited now. All right, I thought okay, I thought you were off. Did the you idea know of a there's special. a fourth story?
0: F- no, I didn't. The Back to the Future Telltale game.
1: Yeah. Oh, I heard about a game. I didn't think it was canon. Bob Gale
0: himself wrote it. The writer oh. of the first three movies, and he says this is it. This is the end. People wanted it, and I was only gonna do it if it was a fucking video game. Also. Okay. If Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis dies, that's when Universal can reboot or do a sequel to Back to the Future. Until then, as long as they live, Back to the Future will never be remade.
1: And if it is, it'll be made with kids like Stranger Things. And it'll be like they're on bikes. And instead of a DeLorean, it'll be like a bike that can travel in the future. And there'll be like a weird 80s vibe to everything. Even though I guess the You have are.
0: fucking no idea who I am,
1: do you? <laughs> Who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> anyway. They look like monsters to you? You think that's air you're breathing? <laughs> we could keep doing this cliche back and forth. <laughs> Alright, next thing. I, I, thought I, mad, rec- I, th- I thought I didn't have enough reasons I I thought I didn't have enough reasons but shit, man. Alright, um, th- games, right? Actually, to be honest, um, I'm going to just burn through the recents. I feel like I have no need to talk about them. I'll just say the names of them. Dead by Daylight, Warhammer. I played it again with Gunstricks, and I watched a Final Fantasy X playthrough by Super Best Friends, which is hilarious, by the way. I don't know if you've ever watched Let's Plays. I don't know if you're into that. I don't think you are. I'm watching yours. You're the only one I'll watch. I have
0: no interest wow. in anyone else. Jesus, marry me, why don't you? I've been trying to. Oh but you no, won't wooing oh, he's
1: me. wooing me! Quick, end the show. Um, no, but uh, super best friends. You know how much I love them. Yes. They they talk through Final Fantasy X, which is a very linear game. So it's you could talk a lot, I guess, during it. Man, it's hysterical. That game's writing is bonkers. <laughs> it goes far beyond that. Come back to me when you know about Waka, uh, Grand Wizard Waka. It's because of people like the Albed screwing everything up. Oh yeah, it gets that fucking weird. The dirty Albeds. I don't even and all remember that. finishing Final Fantasy X. Well, uh, well, you should because the ending boss theme is pretty fucking good. Do you have news? Uh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we're not going to news yet. I got my reasons, so that's your reasons. Oh, okay. No, I just the structure just... of the show, my buddy. Fuck off. <laughs> What is this tenacity? I'm so mad you saw
0: Back to the Future 1 to 2. Oh, my me. God. I am betrayed. If I
1: didn't, I would have nothing to you put on the show. You are tearing me apart, George. Oh, my goodness. Sorry. I said his real name. <laughs> I'm getting fired. Yeah, yeah. He just dox me on fucking podcasts, why don't you?
0: Resident Evil Revelations 1, I'm still playing it. It is a fucking oh, yeah. chore. To, you told me. It is a chore to play.
1: Oh, God. Uh, I
0: have zero interest in playing this fucking game. I'm just doing it because it's Resi and I paid for it. That's how I felt about it. The same exact way. I hate the camera. I hate how the fucking camera keeps moving. Mm. And the character takes 60% of the fucking screen, mm-hmm. which you... Th- think would be important in a third-person shooter like to see what the fuck is attacking you right uh well aren't you excited people were bitching Uh about resi 7's enemy variety literally (laughs) everything in revelations is fucking either wolves
1: hunters like it's always a horde mode the abyss right yeah the abyss zombies the abyss creatures yeah that's the only monster type
0: no, but, <laughs>
1: but in the Chris stuff,
0: in the beginning, you fight wolves. Right. And then there's a flashback. I'm at
1: the flashback with Parker, mm. who I don't give a shit about. I, mm. Yet. I don't give a shit no, about yet. No, no, no. It's just one thing I'll say about Parker, but I'll let you finish your thought.
0: And then with, with Parker, it's just hunters. Yeah. It's just nonstop hunters. No. <laughs> and it's just like. It's who? just hunters. Nonstop hunters. Who the and you give me a submachine gun? Oh, Are yeah. you
1: serious? Mm-hmm. Are you fucking on crack whoever designed this fucking game? Yeah, yeah. Welcome uh, to the the point where I started to leave. I don't even think I finished finished revelations. I'm just I just want to finish it and then play 2 and then be done
0: with it. I never want to touch this shit again. Mm-hmm. This I think after 8, we're going to have to redo a Talking Tears of Resi and just put Revelations real down.
1: Wow. It's just so weird because I don't want to shit too much on Revelations. I mean, I personally don't like the way it plays and is presented. I have
0: to scan every fucking room for every little fucking green herb or fucking bullets. Right. And every – bro, it's – it's like someone took the mechanics of six and just made it a little better with an inventory screen. And mm-hmm. it's not the fucking scroll menu bar that you have where you have to make herbs combined to put a little capsule and and you mm-hmm. put a pill like your fucking Boma yeah. in
1: fucking Dragon Ball Z. Right, right, right. But uh, honestly, are you not excited to hear more of that script where while being eaten alive by wolves, Jessica wants to know about Chris's love life? Yeah. Yeah, I know. She's great. She's a great character. Decides to scuba dive with only one fucking leg uh, in her scuba suit. That Oh, my fucking God. I, there's That's so the many first problems. thing
0: Chrissy said. Yeah. Because I was talking to her. I'm like, this game
1: fucking sucks. And she's like, I fucking hate Jessica. Jessica's stupid. Je- Chrissy and I were... That was the first thing. Besides that endless hunters scenario that I was just like, fuck this. I hated Jessica from the moment she opened her mouth. Right. She was just nonstop annoying dialogue. And I'm like, why are you doing this? But anyway, you can fucking tell Shinji left. Yeah. I mean, I, I know people really like revelations. And I know this is probably shocking as us being really big. I guess it's fans. a revelation or a revela ton as the, the typo on the box said. Right. But it feels like it was made for the, a hand You know about hand. that, right? Yes, I know about yeah, that. Yeah, okay, the typo. Well, for the audience, the ty- there was a typo on the initial release of the 3DS version of Revelations. tons is what it said. <laughs> so I also
0: I have an emulator on my phone, mm-hmm. and I was playing Tetris because the okay. girl I'm talking to is like super into Tetris. And she's talking a lot of shit, so I got to practice and get back on it. Oh. I fucked up on like the fifth level. And I hate myself. Level of Tetris? You know how when you procedurally get more lines, oh. the level
1: increases and so does the difficulty? Oh, okay. There's 15 levels. You should be... If you really want to get good at this, you got to get over to Tetris 99. I've heard. That's where the real players are, man.
0: Uh, I also played Hunt Showdown and Fighters. I played Hunt Showdown till like fucking 3 a.m. last night. I've only nice. slept four hours today oh um fighters i'm playing because uh well that's what i do (laughs) so what i've watched i've seen some dave chappelle stand-ups that are recent he's been he made one specifically about the the current situation Mm -hmm. and it's called eight minutes 46 seconds is that how long it is no it's almost 30 minutes long but it's talking about the eight minutes 46 seconds of george floyd oh wow I was trying to make a joke and I didn't even get the reference. Okay. Right. And everybody should watch it. It is not funny, but it is. You need to hear it. It. Wait. It's on YouTube. Isn't it, it's not a stand-up special. Well, there's no comedy, but it is a stand-up special. Trust me, when you watch it, you'll understand. Okay. I've uh, been watching Deadwood. Uh, I'm not done yet with season one. And lastly, I watched two movies. One I was supposed to bring up on the last recents, but I didn't. Uh, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing's, Missouri. Oh, I heard about
1: this. I heard it was really good.
0: Fucking great. Nice. Francis McDormand and Sam Rockwell kill it in this fucking film. I'm actually super surprised it didn't win the award for Best Picture. It was really fucking great drama. Hmm. Um, And lastly, The Disaster Artist. Oh, my God. I finally watched it. Because it's on Netflix. Fucking amazing.
1: Did you ever, by chance, read the book or anything with the book? I haven't read the book. Okay, okay. I'm sorry to cut you here. I have the audiobook version of it, and it's literally narrated by Greg Sinest- Sinestro. Sestro. Sestro, right. And he does the spot-on, perfect Tommy Wiseau impression for it. ha <laughs> ha funny story mark mark my god it's all okay mark what are you what are you so we still don't know
0: like where tommy got the money for the movie like that's, that's
1: the book says something oh they the book okay the book is worth it i saw the movie too the movie was funny but the book is even better because did you see the after credits after credits what i don't even remember what happens in the after credits Actual
0: Tommy Wiseau is talking to James oh. Franco, Tommy Wiseau at a party.
1: Oh no, I didn't see that. And then. they Tommy Wiseau each other. <laughs> oh Tommy, my what god! What are you?
0: You're so weird. I don't understand. <laughs> How could Greg have so many weird friends? No, I want to no, be your Mark. friend.
1: I want to be your friend, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> my god, Mark. Oh Denny, you're so funny. But but no, for real. Uh, I will literally give you that audiobook. It is so good. It's it's worth it. It's one of I the need best. I to sell the movie. <laughs> it, it it it's so much more. You get so much more of who Tommy Wiseau is as opposed to just the, the memes.
0: Did you hear what he's doing now
1: he's on his, his Instagram? Things. What? Well,
0: he has a clothing
1: line. Yeah. But right now,
0: uh for people who are buying his face mask that has the room and Tommy Wiseau's face on it. Right. He's uh giving a autograph uh Blu-ray with the purchase.
1: I thought it was the other way around, where if people bought the Blu-ray, he it would give a It might be the other mask. way around.
0: I, I don't really know. He,
1: But what I saw was, like, he put it on his social media. Like, he took a picture of, like, a box of face masks, and he says, like, I'll give these with whoever buys my movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Probably. I mean, good. I, at least he even knows about social distancing. Yeah. You know? Anyway. Uh, Those are all my reasons. Okay. Rock on. We can go straight into news. I got one news. I can knock it out give real fast. Give your news um basically atlas is making an announcement at the pc gaming show um people have been speculating on what this is already and pretty much we all think the rumor is pretty solid as rumors have been pretty solid this year uh fucking except it's, that silent hill one yeah well anything from konami is not solid <laughs> even even the metal gear that was perfect that was a perfect fucking pun. I How I, dare you not recognize it. I am recognizing it. I'm <laughs> letting it bask
0: in its glory. I'm not fucking shitting on it at all. I <laughs> was so excited when I got it.
1: Anyway, um people are pretty sure it's just gonna be PC ports of Persona 3 and 4. Cool. Um You'll about buy time. It. What? You'll buy it. Yeah, at some point when it's on sale. I mean, I have the golden for Vita, so uh, I mean, whatever. Anyway, and that's my news. Okay, my news. Uh, Doom Patrol Season 2 will come out
0: on HBO Max and DC Universe Online June 25th. Now, HBO Max is kind of funny because there's a lot of news, really negative news, surrounding HBO Max. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have given their reviews on it. It is a terrible streaming service. Oh, it is not good. Um, there isn't... The thing with Warner Brothers is that they have technically... If you count it, four streaming services. Of course, Warner Brothers would. So they have HBO Go, mm-hmm. which is one specifically for people who have HBO on their cable system. So you could have it on the go. Great. Ha. Huh. Yeah. For those that don't have it and just have, you know, whatever. You want standalone HBO. There's HBO Now. <laughs> so you could have it now. Is there a plus? HBO Plus? Not yet. Oh, God. Then you have DC Universe Online, which is all your DC bullshit in one place. But they're kind of forgetting all about it because they're not producing a lot of content for it. Now mm. they're producing it for CW, but it's also on DC Universe and, and so on and so forth.
1: Where, when are we getting uh, NetherRealm, the app that keeps all Mortal Kombat... All, the important All you Mortal do is Kombat just be in the memories crypt. In All you do is location. be in the crypt and you buy stuff for things with
0: real money. Yeah. You buy stuff for games that you It's don't like even a real them.
1: crypt and when you unlock stuff it like says, "Oh, you unlocked comic book issue 432 of the Mortal Kombat Sub-Zero storyline. Good job."
0: And Striker shows up.
1: <laughs> Striker shows up. Uh, <laughs> and then Dude, now you, you have it? HBO Max,
0: which is supposed to be a better version of HBO now, but it really isn't. All it really does have is Friends and fuck that show. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, but yeah, HBO Max is considered a dud. And here's some funny news. DC films like Batman vs. Superman and Justice League and Wonder Woman and Aquaman, Shazam, all these movies are leaving HBO Max and other movies are going to come in to take their place because those films are going to go somewhere else.
1: It's As, gonna be and organized. they
0: own those movies. <clears throat> they made those fucking yeah. movies, but it won't stay on the fucking app. We're going
1: to go back to channels essentially, but it's going to be on-demand channels now. Right. So.
0: Uh lastly, um the Australian court system, I don't uh, an Australian judge demanded an order that EB Games, which is a subsidiary of GameStop, mm-hmm. d- accept refunds for Fallout 76. In Australia, so that's interesting.
1: Why were they not accepting refunds before?
0: Bethesda said no. Excuse? Bethesda said there's no refunds.
1: Well, no refunds for what? It's a game. I can buy a game.
0: Yes, but you can't refund it. They even they even stopped uh, refunds. Then they said, yeah, you can refund it, but you have to fill out this fucking like paperwork. What but that was the online. Shit, I
1: swear. Yeah, but that's as bad. God forbid. It's like, no, the money is the most important thing here. Uh,
0: That is all of my news. Aside from, obviously, PlayStation 5 bullshit.
1: Yeah, and then we're going to go into that. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break. Uh, Take a second to organize our thoughts and get everything in order. And we'll be back with the PS5 reveal. Oh, really. I've had better. What about... <laughs> Everyone fears the claw. No? the The claw the the claw <laughs> the kid's just staring at him like <laughs>
0: you should have seen bone king's face right now
1: all right we'll be back hello everyone this is bone king and you're listening to the fan freaks podcast hosted proudly on the fan freaks facebook group that's f-a-n-f-r-e-e-k-s fan freaks all righty uh so how are we even gonna tackle this monstrosity
0: I think first things first, we should tackle the games.
1: Yeah, because that's what's
0: important here. Yeah, a a system doesn't (laughs) sell if it doesn't have games.
1: Yeah, and you know what? Sony's been really smart uh, doing this whole thing with just, like, let's just show the videos, not even have, like, a live speaker, which I guess we couldn't have even done anyway
0: this year. To uh, To quote one of the people that was talking, I forgot what his name and job title was. But he was like the head host of the show. Mm. He said, uh, "We'll let the games speak for themselves." Yeah, and I thought it was super interesting the way they started it with another fucking GTA Five port.
1: Yeah, that was hilarious. So I I wanted to bring this up really quick before we start. Actually, I'm really glad you brought that up. I had a bingo sheet. You um, had a bingo sheet? Like, my own custom-made bingo sheet of things that I thought for sure were going to show up. And one of them was a Rockstar title. So, I checked it off. I was like, oh, Rockstar. Holy shit, I totally guessed this. Grand Theft Auto V. And I'm like, maybe not. <laughs> I guess it's just an HD re release, which, by the way, was also on my list. HD re release. So you collection. got two
0: for the price of one, actually.
1: Well, I don't know if, because when I put Rockstar, I meant like a new Grand Theft Auto, a new uh, Red Dead Redemption, although probably not Red Dead well, Redemption.
0: I mean, you gave yourself a good out. Which is a Rockstar Games release?
1: Yeah, but when I when I wrote, Rock give yourself Star, some credit. No, no, I'll follow my own fucking rule. But it does put f- fucking count for HD re-release because that definitely was what it was. Interesting way to start, absolutely.
0: And not only that, you're giving like this massive reward for anybody who's playing it on the PS4.
1: Yeah, that really inspires me to go re-download the 80 gigs I need to fucking download to get that back on my PS4. Yeah, 100. I'll wait for three days for a million dollars. I don't know. Maybe. Anyway,
0: I, I didn't really care much for that game. Aside from that game, we have 21 games.
1: Do you want to go – how do you want to handle this again? Do you want to go in order, like, of, of reveal? Do you want to go over and stuff that we got excited for? Because I feel like reveal probably would make more sense, I don't know, unless you don't want to go through all of them.
0: I don't have in order a reveal.
1: Oh. All right, well, I just, just have, have a list of games. Flying, then fuck it. Hit me out which what you got. I don't know.
0: All right. So first things first, uh, the Spider-Man Miles Morales game.
1: Oh, cool. Yes. It um, is
0: not a full game.
1: Oh, what? What do you mean?
0: Or is it? We don't know yet. What, you,
1: what the fuck? Why are you? We're
0: having contradictory reports. Some are saying that it's an expansion.
1: Oh.
0: And others are saying that it's a full-fledged game.
1: But for PS5, Mm -hmm. that doesn't make sense. Why would it be an expansion for a game on PS4 for PS5? So they can port. Oh, Spider-Man. Oh, God. Cause like I was in the stream, I was getting excited cause I was like, oh shit, you know, I actually have to play the first one and that's, you know, Peter Parker, right? With yeah. Yuri Lowenthal as Peter Parker. And I was like, all right, cool. And the next spider game will have a different Spider-Man and not just the same Peter Parker kind of thing where we're repeating the story and just have changing out the villains. It'd be a new story.
0: M- mild spoiler kind of miles is in the story.
1: So I was told later on in the stream. I didn't right. know that till later cause I didn't play it. So I didn't mm. know that. So I was just like, okay, no,
0: maybe if you give out break a
1: break. <laughs> no, that that's uh, out the window. God. That that suggestion is Damn. out. There you go. Uh,
0: next thing, now personally I don't care for the fran- like I don't care about the genre. Mm-hmm. But I have a nostalgia love for Gran Turismo.
1: Yeah. And okay. the fact
0: that we're getting the 7th one and it looks gorgeous. I'm not going to get it, but I'm happy it's there.
1: Yeah. I had one thing to say about it. I I started out on the stream. I was like, you know what? I'm not a Gran Turismo fan, but I am shocked that they haven't announced some sort of PS5, VR, whatever bullshit because Gran Turismo is perfect for fucking VR. Yeah.
0: And certainly, like we, the gameplay we saw was in first person, yeah. in the, and behind but, the wheel. But, but that I, is idealistic.
1: For a fan, I gotta ask. Then is I thought the whole point of Gran Turismo's like game purpose was to be like a simulator for realism, to be like driving these cars. Yeah. there's no gameplay mechanics like Mario Kart because it's focused on realism, right? Right. Okay, why are we not in VR if the whole point is for immersion? I don't know. I don't know. doesn't stop the game from being good. I just thought it was a weird thing as an outsider looking in. That's it.
0: Next thing, we have Ratchet & Clank uh, Rift Apart, which I never played the Ratchet & Clank series. So on
1: my list, <laughs> on my bingo list, I have Ratchet & Clank. I called it. Do you have on your list Sly Cooper?
0: You do. And it wasn't there.
1: It wasn't there. But I put put Ratchet and Clank slash Sly Cooper. I was going to put Jack and Daxter, but I was like, it's not a guess if I guess everyone. But I was like, they're going to bring back one of these character platformers. My first guess was Ratchet and Clank because the movie didn't do so well and the last game didn't do so well. So we're trying again as if it never happened. Right. It's better to do that than to do another Jack and Daxter. I heard good things
0: about the remake of the first game. I didn't play it, but apparently
1: no one bought it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, nobody bought uh, Death Stranding either, but Kojima said it was a sales success.
1: You know what? You're right. I don't pretend to know what makes something a success or not, but, like, no one was talking about it in my circle, I guess. Right. Even the people who are character action fans, you know what I mean? Right. But that's cool. I'm glad they have a new game. So... I'm.
0: I'm kind of gonna go through old IPs instead Ooh. of new IPs. Actually, then. really
1: quick before we get off Ratchet and Clank, when they first announced that uh, when when the trailer was showing, he was jumping through voids and they were going through dimensions. My first guess was he's gonna pop out in Jack and Daxter. He's gonna pop out in Crash Bandicoot. He's gonna be switching dimensions into the other IPs that would always sh- or, like have to compete, and it would be like a, uni- a unanimous thing for PlayStation Five. I mm-hmm. thought that'd be cool, but no, uh, this is another Ratchet and Clank game. <sighs> Unfortunately.
0: Um, <laughs> Sackboy, A Big Adventure. I'm actually really happy about that because I yeah. actually really like Little Big Planet. Yeah. I thought those games are really underrated. And yeah. Sackboy just looks fun. I like what somebody referred to it as Little Big Planet 64.
1: Um, It's more like new Little Big Planet. Uh, new yeah. super Little Big Planet. You know yeah. what I mean? Where it's like courses and shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But but um I'm actually with you there. I really like Little Big Planet, but the the formula got a little stale at around 3 and they even started to notice that so they just said fuck it, let's just do the platforming as it is and make that the game. And Which is I'm, dreams, oh, right? Uh is that what it is?
0: Oh no no no. Sorry. But the creation aspect, they still did it and they put it in a game called oh, Dreams.
1: Yeah, no, that's different. I'm talking about like Sackboy in general. The, right. the gameplay of Little Big Planet is platforming and stuff like that. Right. Let's just make that the central focus and not so much the creation angle. And that's cool. I do like that. I don't know if I'm going to buy it.
0: Neither do I. Yeah. None of these, I, I will say right off the bat, none of these are a system seller. I have
1: one that, oh, system seller? Oh, no. I have one that I, I would buy full price, but I don't know about a system seller. Like, all of these, I can wait. So, uh, Hitman 3. Yeah, I know I'm, there's a lot of Hitman fans out there, yeah. I'm one of them. Oh.
0: I'm happy it's there. I can wait.
1: Okay. I don't
0: I don't really care for the new direction. The new Hitman is, uh, I don't like the UI. I don't like how the menus spread out. Did they show it doesn't even. Play? Uh, They did show gameplay. Wow. You got to kill somebody on the... The top of a building in Dubai, the tallest building oh, in the world. Oh, that was
1: oh oh okay. I did, that wasn't really gameplay, as it was like in-engine footage. At least in the in the video I saw. Did they have gameplay somewhere else that I just don't know? No, I don't know? that was it. Okay, because they But, the, but it's in game. implied
0: that it's in-game.
1: Yeah, yeah, because you were talking about UI, and I'm like, did they talk about that already? I don't know.
0: No, no, no. I'm having an issue with the UI of this new trilogy that they have. Oh. Where oh, okay. you don't know what's the mission of the story or if it's a created mission or whatever. It, it, it's oh, poorly. if it's a
1: timed mission and it's, shit? It's
0: pretty shitty the way it's done.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Then we have...
0: Uh, NBA 2K21. Nobody here gives a shit about it.
1: All right, all right. Well, for the sports fans out there, we're not gonna fucking undershadow them. All right. I I'm glad you got better graphics for the PS5. Yeah, know. you can see sweat. And and the volume volume ugh, volumetric lighting volumetric volumetric. Why does that sound weird? But whatever. That lighting is real good. So that's good. Uh, the
0: closer of the show, Horizon Forbidden West, Horizon Zero Dawn is a lot of people's mm-hmm. gener- uh, generational game of of this generation. A lot of people pick it as their favorite PS4 game.
1: I heard somewhere people um, were saying in the stream, people were saying they should have called it Horizon Zero Dusk. Uh. And then just done like a naming scheme, like a motif with a bunch of different times of the day. I thought that was clever, but you know what? It has nothing to do with anything. It looks cool, whatever. You know. Uh,
0: also, let's see if it's on Bone King's Bingo. Bone King Bingo.
1: Bone King Bingo. We should oh. definitely do that. Bone King Bingo.
0: Um, odd World Soulstorm. No fucking this Odd would World never, game.
1: Yeah, this would never have been on my list. I would <laughs> never have called that shit. That was the most surprising thing there. The fact that it's an Odd World game, not an uh, not a fucking Stranger's Wrath game. Or a.
0: It's or just odd world. It, it is
1: literally a new odd world game using the traditional gameplay style of the original. Yeah, puzzle platform. That's fucking awesome. That's a good job. No, that's ballsy though. I don't know how many people will buy that. To be honest, I may be under underestimating uh, the size of the Abe's Odyssey world. I don't know. Maybe, but you know, it's just ballsy.
0: I'm I'm leaving the 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 most conscientious game for last.
1: Oh, God. let's go
0: to the new IPs. We've got Project Athea, the one where you're basically a fucking goddess, I think, where you're Poison Ivy, you're jumping from mountain to mountain and manipulating forests. And oh, stuff. that t-
1: literally two seconds of footage? Yeah. Of her jumping from mountains to mountains? Okay, I, sure.
0: Obviously, the name is That like, was a
1: nice platforming, like, two seconds. I'm sorry, there really wasn't much else.
0: Uh, it feels like that name isn't going to stay. Uh, Stray, where you get to play a cat. Stray! You watch Wolfring? So I'm, I'm probably, in, that's that's one I'm interested in that I would buy on wow. a whim.
1: Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Returnal. The cat, the, wait, wait, you're just going to, the cat one, Stray? I heard about that game being in development for like fucking six years now. I'm glad that it's finally coming out. It looks good. Yeah. Uh, Returnal. Right, so I mentioned there was a game I'd buy full price, right? Is this it? This is it. All right. Yep. Yeah, probably. Res- yeah. But, you know, at the same time, Returnal looks really interesting. I don't know if I've ever said it on the show, but I'm actually a really big fan of the movie Annihilation with Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. I think it's fantastic. I love this, the premise of it. It's it's really well thought out. The acting is great. The tension is real. So using all those elements for of a, a game makes sense to me. Um, As far as I understand, she's basically crash plant, uh, crash planted. Crash landed on this planet where, like, the world is evolving based on her, like, DNA structure being present in in the planet's, like, atmosphere. And it's just the world just kind of evolving as yeah, things are being introduced. And it
0: feels like Edge of Tomorrow. Where she keeps dying and it keeps changing. Right, a
1: little bit of Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. So that way, but that's interesting to me because it takes that concept from Annihilation and makes it like, well, what if you died? What if Natalie Portman died from the fucking Crazy Bear thing and the fucking, that little plant area just rebirthed her? And it's like, fuck, it won't even let me die yet because it sees me as a living entity within itself. I don't know why, but sci-fi horror like that where it's an interesting premise and you just roll with it, I am so on board. Like
0: it's a it's it's in my uh three games I'd buy.
1: I don't know if I'd say it's like 100% unique unique, but it doesn't remind me of another game I've played and it seems like it's approaching things a little more differently in a story way Mm. although the gameplay is pretty much a third person shooter which may be a little arcadier than i'm expecting i honestly thought
0: the premise i thought it was gonna be survival horror
1: so did i it feels like because there's and then the gameplay
0: made me go oh it's not
1: but there's first person segments when she's inside the house there's third person segments when they're shooting and then there's like close-up like are we in lost planet it's everywhere i don't know what the fuck is going on in this game so i am interested in returnal
0: uh kina bridge of spirits
1: oh it's, is this the pixar game
0: the what pixar the one that
1: just looks like it's pixar
0: i guess where, where there's, she has the staff yeah
1: yeah i'm sorry that like i look at that and i just look like this looks like pixar did this like the Fortnite for me
0: uh liz oak i think that'd be a perfect game for her okay Particularly with the way it's set up and the way it's structured, it looks like her type of game. Like the, the it hits little, all the little, like, checklists. For yeah, the like, little minion things. Yeah. I hate that. Which looks like Pikmin.
1: No, they... All right. if it, Okay, if this game does Pikmin mechanics, I may turn around on this because Pikmin <laughs> is a great goddamn franchise, which is underappreciated. It is underappreciated, okay? Pikmin is amazing. Anyway, um, just it looks too much like Talking Tom, the little Got like, it. gremlin things. I don't know.
0: Uh, this is a game that's in my three that I would buy, aside from Returnal. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Oh my god. Shinji's back, and Shinji's fucking lost his mind again.
1: Looked really pretty.
0: Let's see if it keeps, uh, like, it holds up for now, a whole game.
1: Now, here's the thing. If they open up and say, oh, it's a, it's an open world exploration thing, then I already have lost some faith in it. If it is, like, a stage-by-stage, stage, like, shooter, shoot 'em up kind of thing that would be fun as fuck and i would like that a lot
0: i kind of want to explore tokyo though
1: you can explore tokyo in stages just be open world is a- is a a kind of like a genre And it could be done really well, and I'm not to say that that would make it any worse or whatever, but I like smaller environments, hence me loving Resident Evil, because it's more focused, more detailed. And if you have me going through Tokyo in multiple stages, make it a shit ton of stages, who cares? And maybe there's multiple ways to go in the stages, who cares? That's fun too. But giving me a fucking Ubisoft-styled map where I gotta run around just empty streets that are just designed to be like, I don't know realistic it just didn't seem like fun and i don't think that's where this game is going
0: neither do i but we saw some gameplay it looks fun and the fact that shinji went first person is interesting as well to
1: me i like that i think it's a good idea i think um
0: probably the one that most of fan freaks hated dana silver fucking destroyed this on a thread that we made yesterday uh godfall the gearbox game that looks like it's five years too late
1: yeah, so when I saw it on the stream, I was like, "Oh my God, this song clashes super hard with what we're seeing." For sure, like it feels like they wanted like a nice boom-bastic song, but the trailer is showing all this blurry, over-particle affected shit that we're not even telling what's going on. And it's like obviously it's in like medieval times, and, and this just does br- not fit.
0: And like it's saying, "Oh, master breath, breathtaking weapons," and it's like it's a. It's a sword and a fucking spear, like on fire. I've played Dynasty Warriors, bro. I I know breathtaking. That's not a breathtaking.
1: Uh, if you're gonna literally say we have breathtaking weapons in a world where we have Borderlands and Diablo, you've got to seriously come back to me on this. Like the, the overall amount of weapons, and if we're gonna talk about like quality of weapons, then in a world of Turok, in a world of like those kind of OG shooters that had interesting weapons, Doom, uh, Duke Nukem fucking, you know,
0: Wolfenstein. Come, the well, list goes on. Even
1: modern. On. Yeah. Come back to me when you get to that level. I'm sorry. I, I don't know about this. Uh Solar Ash, I don't even fucking remember. I that. do I know what this is. Um uh Solar Ash is made by the people that made Hyperlight Drifter which is a Kickstarter game. Uh-huh. Uh, I know this because Leisurely Vinny uh, backed it and is a huge fan of Hyperlight Drifter. And he showed me some of it. Dude, the game is gorgeous. Like, it's very well made. So anything from that, that studio I'm kind of on board with, I worry it'll be essentially like a Journey thing where it's just kind of like... Well, not that Journey was bad. There was good gameplay in Journey. But, like, I kind of want it to be more of, like, a platformer RPG as opposed to something more of, like, a story-based thing. But that's just me personally. Not that it has to be. Uh, I thought it looked interesting. That's all. Uh, Another one that I
0: think is going to be... Well, my first reaction to it was, oh, it's a Mario ripoff, was... Astrobot, the Astro's playroom or whatever.
1: That, that, I was telling the stream, is just literally the, the people, the developers of the PS5 need a good way to show other developers how to utilize the the features that they made. They're not going to just put it out in a So, book. they're
0: releasing it as a game, right. but it's a tech demo. It's
1: just a little tech demo thing inside the PS... Hopefully, it comes with the PS5, and they don't fucking pull a 1-2-Switch bullshit like Nintendo did, where they put the tech demo as its own game and expected people to buy it. But, like they wrap it in there shows developers how to use all the different physics and all the lightings and shit helps people learn not a bad idea
0: little devil inside it it was the uh the weird like 2D cutscenes but with like a 3D open world uh action adventure game
1: was that the one where a juxtaposition like two guys one was like in his office and the other guy was like battling yeah i need to see more it seems like it has a cute art style and story, but I don't know what the hell I'm looking at. So, Talking about cute art style, um, it's not on
0: this list, actually, but I remember people talking about it. Was uh, Goodbye Volcano High?
1: Yeah. I uh, I, I, I'm, mm, it's, I, didn't see any it's gameplay. It's pretty much another—I I don't know if it's the same writer, but I'm getting strong Into the Woods vibes which is not a bad thing into the woods is a good game do you know what into the woods is Uh, i've heard of it okay it's a good game it's it's one of those it's a game where the story is the biggest part you're learning about the characters you know they're all very well written and i'm not going to doubt that this this new game goodbye volcano high is is probably the same thing i just why i not that them being animals in into the woods ever really mattered into the plot but it just feels like you can just do anything by this point that it matters fuck it make them dinosaurs that's cool yeah, and we had a we had a theory by the way I don't know anything about the story and I may be wrong but in the stream we had a theory that all that anime high school bullshit is what's happening right before the meteor comes and kills all of them that's why they're all morose huh. before the extinction happens dinosaurs has stupid anime bullshit schools That's cute. high schools <laughs> uh, from the people who did Octodad bug Snacks this game presented itself in such a weird way. <laughs> I'm not, I like I'm not downing it. I'm not saying it's bad but at the same time I still am not clear what the mechanics are exactly. I know you eat things and that change your play that changes your player model but does that give you different abilities and we'll like play? are we Kirby? How, yeah it, give me a little bit on how that works other than it's like if they did a Kirby trailer and they're like Kirby could suck things. goodbye. it's like, all right, well, Dreamland would suck things, but you know what I mean. Um, Another
0: one that's a little interesting just because it felt like Death Stranding 2.0, Pragmata, where this guy in an astronaut suit is looking for a girl that turns out to not be a girl. His
1: lolly, yeah. It's (laughs) it's definitely a Japanese studio that made this, I'll tell you what. Um, Give you that for free. This is one that I'm
0: really interested in. Huh? Death loop.
1: Yeah. I have a lot of, th- oh God, hopefully we don't go too over, but I actually have a lot of things to say about this and mostly We're, good. Don't
0: worry about going over. This is going to be our longest show to date.
1: Yeah, shit. All right, well, no. Because it's
0: half Fan Freaks podcast, half Resident Evil
1: podcast. Yeah, well, hmm. Hmm, bonus episode. We'll see. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah, we'll work it in. Anyway, what's what was the, what was the name of the game? Death loop. Death loop. Uh, so you want me to go first on it?
0: Yeah, I'm really interested in it. I like the aesthetics of it.
1: Yeah, I really like that too. And the, the personality of it is really fun. It seems like it's it's a mix of like dishonored with a bit of Borderlands with its tone and like cartoony atmosphere. Like there's a trapdoor that led into like a spike trap and shit. Like it's got a lot of cartoony, um house actually style things. Yeah,
0: honestly I was gonna say it's a little like House of the Dead Overkill.
1: Yes, actually, which got me really excited because I love that kind of style. But actually, actually, the thing that got me the most excited in that game, aside from all the personality it had, was the rival. The female rival? I don't know if I got the wrong idea, but are they implying that as you go through this single player shooter, they're going to do a Dark Souls style fucking like Dark Spirit coming in as the rival and trying to kill you as you do a stage?
0: maybe that'd be interesting
1: fucking awesome
0: in a first person shooter yeah
1: dude and have a mode where you can turn it off and on sure you know if people don't want to get annoyed by it but adding that element of matchmaking randomly in a single play i would love that that sounds awesome to me so i I don't know that if that if that is what it is i like that
0: the last game
1: oh this is the last game we're talking about i don't know you know
0: you know what's the last game
1: no, we have another game to talk about. Which one? Uh, Sir, what about the remake? The remake? Boom, boom. Ah! Ah! You never... So you never play Demons of Souls, huh? Oh. <sighs> so I care about Demons of Souls, and that is how I have to say it, because they kept the typo. <laughs> so we're we're keeping it. We're we're doing dual possessive, boys. Demons and souls. It's a plural I've never played it.
0: I'm never gonna play a souls game. That's it's just a possessive
1: plural. I, I'm sorry. It's the, the I. It's the first thing I saw of it when it came out. I was like, oh look at when they showed up. I was like, okay, this is a lot of cool, you know, fantasy stuff. I'm on board. I
0: honestly thought it was gonna be Bloodborne too. I didn't think it would be. De- I thought we'd see de- Bloodborne What 2 what is it? Demons demons souls.
1: Right, demons of souls. I didn't
0: think they would do a remake, but hats off, you souls guys get to remakes.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I like. Don't get me wrong, I really like Demon Souls. It's not my favorite. I like Dark Souls 1 as the best best. I think I, that's a really popular opinion with most people. But Demon's Souls has a lot of creative ideas that never really got implemented in later parts of the series. I don't know how much... For those Demon Souls folks out there, I know they're they're standing with me right now until I turn around and say, I don't know how I feel about World Tendency, okay? That shit is bullshit, and we need to work around that. But regardless, it has a lot of interesting mechanics, and I do like Demon's Souls. So the fact they're doing a remake is interesting to me. However... When I was watching the trailer, I feel like part of the charm of Demon's *Demons Souls, for me at least, is how brutal and oppressive the atmosphere is. It's cold, dusty, and it does not give a fuck about you. And yeah, Dark Souls is like that, but Demon's Souls I feel like has the epitome of it because of how like solid and distant everything feels. It's very weird, I don't know how else to describe it. But they gussied, they gussied up the graphics a bit mm-hmm. with, like, special effects and particle effects, and that's good. And I bet it's going to look great, but a part of me is going to always still like the old traditional art style of, like, just basic shit. It wasn't even, like, over-stylized with particle effects. It was just a castle in the most basic sense. And that actually is what turned off a lot of people from Demon Souls because it looked kind of samey and, and sometimes generic in the early areas. But I don't know. We'll see what they do. So, I'm kind of taking charge on this segment because
0: I'm the one telling you the things, and I'm telling you this. I want to save Resident Evil for the end. And I have some questions to ask you. I'm going to interview Bone King, guys. Why me? You're the only other person here. Oh. (laughs) So, how How do we feel about the controller? Last man alive. How do we feel about the controller? Uh, Are you happy the light bar is gone?
1: Is is it? Oh, I didn't even know that. Okay. Wow, I don't, you are
0: fucking terrible. I didn't at even this know the part. light
1: bar was gone. I saw the controller. I feel like it looks like the the um, Avengers Endgame suits, but instead of white and red, it's like white and blue. Mm-hmm. I get a strong vibe with that. But regardless, uh, I don't know. I it looks fine, but at the same time, I'm just gonna get the black variant. I'm
0: right. sorry.
1: Cause I, I light colored controllers stain way easier. So like I'm always gonna pick the black controller. Um right now for
0: sure right now you you can wait on the PlayStation 5 right it's think, not yeah. it's not it's not i need to buy this day one neither no, am i by the way i don't even, feel that way either even with the
1: the announcement of resident evil village um I, I i don't know i don't think i'd buy it day one to be honest cuz especially i don't know how much it costs i like they didn't even give us a price point so. thank you for
0: that segue yeah uh we don't have a price yet that's something we wish we did bone king brought it up on his uh stream but a uk distributor was leaked to say that it would be $1000 us yeah yeah however others have said other reputable leakers have said that it's going to be around the 500-550 range
1: that would be a preferable i mean i'm expecting like 700
0: okay but there's two versions there's right. a digital edition and a disc drive edition. And we don't know
1: which one's more expensive although we'd imagine it'd be the disc version but we don't know
0: right now my question to you is if you were to buy this which would you get disc thank you me too
1: yeah well because you and i have collections and we like to look at them right and if i'm if i'm buying resident evil village i want the fucking physical version to put with the rest i mean that's why we're i'm looking now. right
0: at uh, this col this collection of Resi. I have, and it's in chronological order of release.
1: Yeah. Well, no, of timeline. Yeah, I don't have them in an order. Of you do. Sort.
0: You do. You have zero, one. You have two copies of Resident Evil remake. One. Yeah. You have two. You have three. Outbreak. We're really going through my collection. Yeah. It's okay. I'm just <laughs> <kinda short. laughs> um, Yeah, I do have two. So this is ones. something I just want to harp on. Mm-hmm. Um. Killzone's dead. And Killzone's one of my favorite f- uh, shooter franchises. Right. It's just one of my favorite franchises of all time. When the PS3 was debuted, one of the first games they showed was Killzone 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, for PS4, they showed off Killzone Shadowfall. And now Guerrilla Games doesn't give a fuck about Killzone because Horizon Zero Dawn exists. And that's fine. That's mm-hmm. fine. It's a studio. It's a small studio relatively. So you can't release two AAA games, I guess, at the same time and give them both their love and attention?
1: Honestly, uh, I, I don't know why you're so worried about Killzone when Haze has never come back. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I fucking... You. you fucking haze me, bro? <laughs> are, are you filled with rage? Maybe you should go get a gun. These are all first-person titles that Sony has just fucking ignored, okay? Don't well, even start. Gun was
0: Ubisoft, and Rage oh, okay. was Bethesda. Oh, but... Okay. And Rage 2 exists, so there you go. And it came out about a year ago. Listen, I've been wrong in the past, okay? You've been wrong a lot. You too, though. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not the one saying... Welcome to the Wrong
1: Freaks podcast. <laughs> um,
0: So... I think that's about it on the PlayStation. I think it was a really good reveal. I really like the way they did it. I'm down with this weird Sony Direct.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I like the Sony Direct. I think it's a good direction.
0: <laughs> and, uh, well, let's see what Microsoft does. And here we go. Resident Evil
1: 8. Resident Evil 8. Uh, first off. By the way, there's going to be spoilers. If you don't want to see the trailer. Wait, no, no, no. Hold on. Let's start out with what we saw, and then we can say spoilers for people who do want to know what we thought about what we saw.
0: But how are we going to talk about what we saw for people that don't want to watch the trailer? How are we going to do that?
1: I'm just going to mention things as they tell us. Don't worry. I'm just going to run through it, and then we'll go into spoilers. I'm not okay. saying we're going to talk okay. about you, it Okay, you take charge on this. Just really quick. Pretty much, we open up. We're in a, an icy area. Uh, someone is reading a storybook. And there is a person speaking to him or to her who's like, what's the what's the deal with that creepy story? And at some point, there are flashes of things happening. Uh, We see people getting attacked by what look to be werewolves. That's not a spoiler. That is what they are establishing. Um, They show a bunch of random ladies that that have power over bugs. Um, Looks to be witches. Yeah, because I guess this team just can't get over ladies with control over bugs. It's Marguerite 2.0. Uh, I don't know. Also, Code Veronica. Because Alexia became a fucking butterfly. Yeah. No, dragonfly. Wasn't it? Oh, but you... Oh, yeah, you're right. But weren't they obsessed with ants? Yes, but the ants killed the dragonfly. It's all rebirth. It's all all bugs. Who knows? Women are bugs, I guess, in the Resident Evil universe. I don't know. Either way, um, we start watching this trailer. It's eventually showed that Chris Redfield uh, shows up shoots a person it's not a it's not a spoiler why are you freaking out nothing it's not a spoiler we know it's chris come on right but how are you going to name drop chris but not name drop the other the person who's reading the Which I'm the going fucking- to do right now thank you because we wouldn't know who it is until the end i was going to say because they never say who it is until the fucking developer stream afterward and they say it's ethan Chris is there, and he's shooting someone, they don't say who it is yet, but I know who it is because you could look at it and tell from the player model who it is, and the voice actress doing the line in the beginning, it's Mia, sorry it's not a spoiler, but it's Mia, so Chris just comes out of nowhere, shoots Ethan's wife in the face four times, and is like, sorry Ethan, why would you do that Chris, and then the trailer ends. Right, Resident Evil Village, or Village, Resident Evil. Well, Resident Evil 8 Village. But the 8 is in the word village. Yeah. It, it feels like we're not even supposed to be calling Resident Evil 7 7. We're supposed to be calling it Biohazard. Hmm. But but the name's never going to stick. Like no matter how many times you're going to stick the, you know, a, a, the subtitle in front of the main title, people are still going to use the main title first when talking about the game. I just it's a, it's a design decision. We'll put that aside. So, um we saw some gameplay we saw b- what? We saw him zoom his gun. We saw him look down his sights for two seconds and maybe walk like a third into a hallway. I don't mean to laugh. Come on.
0: But when you go, what? It made me think of your Leon boy. What? You don't trust <laughs> What?
1: I didn't see any gameplay. I think you're just stupid. I don't know. I, I- said we saw some.
0: I didn't give a definitive answer.
1: But what I, what I mean to say, before we get even into spoilers, I, I'm not saying... I, okay, I obviously have kind of a negative... Yes, I have sort of a trepidation in talking about this. I'm not saying the game is going to be bad. I'm not saying the game is going to be something automatically... This discounts it as a good Resident Evil game. I don't know. I haven't played it. However... Based on the things I have seen in this trailer, I am allowed to have reactions, and these are my personal opinions on how I don't agree on some of the direction the series is going, if a direction they even have to go to to begin with.
0: The opinions of Bone King TV are inherently (laughs) only Bone King TV and do not reflect on the Fan Freaks uh,
1: podcast. That's for our lawyers. All of our undead lawyers that I'm going to have to stick viruses into to to get this (laughs) going. nasty biotoxin. Chris, I need lawyers, and I'm not going to hire one. I'm too cheap for it. Uh, Anyway, uh, but yeah, so we're going into spoilers. Here's a warning. Um, Yeah. Okay, so we're obviously going to have – this is actually good for the show, too. We're going to have two different kind of reactions uh, going off at the same time for you guys. Um, we're going to try not to talk over each other. Yeah. Okay. So I obviously have my connotation going out already. Like people know how I'm approaching it already. So how how do you feel about the trailer? Well, let, let's let start out with you.
0: I'm happy we're going into eight. I was really scared at the beginning of the trailer that it was Resident Evil 4.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I got that vibe too. <laughs> and <laughs> And I have a lot of things to say about that too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, cause that was one one thing we shared, and then you s- brought up really good points, and I was like,
1: "Oh, you're right. They're gonna do that." Um, what, what was what were those points? Go ahead, since you're gonna. That was what I was gonna say. You might as well. Well, go ahead. They're gonna reuse these assets <laughs> for Resident Evil Four. Duh. There's even a
0: fucking castle, and why not?
1: Like, duh. All these locations are so they can use them for fucking RE4. It's the they'll, same area. They'll just
0: take away the snow.
1: Right, and it'll just melt the snow, and it'll be essentially the same thing. They'll keep the foggy mist, though. Since Well... I don't know. It's just because it's not even a bad thing, because you look at RE7, and believe it or not, there are assets in RE7 that were made for RE7 that show up in Resident Evil 2 Remake, that show up in Resident Evil 3 Remake. Yeah. That fucking, the bolt cutters is an ongoing joke. The the alligator plushie, it shows up multiple different sizes and ways in both games. It's pretty uh, funny. Not
0: only that, in the game's files, you could use the model of Chris Redfield and he's there for that, some reason. I was
1: wondering if it was because they were – because that's Resident Evil 2 remake. Yeah. They, they had Chris Redfield's model in there. I don't know if that was just a test dummy or if they actually had an idea to do, like, extreme battle mode, like, original RE2 extra mode, and that had Chris Redfield. So I don't know if that was the intent.
0: Right. So with Resi, uh everyone knows – I think we both have a contentious relationship with – our beloved series, we both have quit. We both have come back. Mm. we both have quit again. Yeah, it's like the cigarette that we can't stop smoking.
1: It's a bad relationship. I'll tell you it's what. It's toxic. It's I'll a th- bad romance. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's a bit toxic. Um, so so can call Britney and Lady Gaga. They can do a crossover. Right.
0: <laughs> so when I first saw it. And after I got that, and then the ending, mm-hmm. and with what the opening text says, which is his story comes to a close. Oh, yeah. it. I've said multiple times on the show, and Bone King and I have this ongoing, I don't know if it's a debate. It's like a discussion mm-hmm. where you feel these characters, after all they've been through. Which is a very valid point. After all they've been through, they should just live happily after after and fuck off. Like, not continuously fight and deal right. with the same... They can same-
1: cameo. Like, this is my opinion. Like, we can. they can cameo in and make references and help people that show up in later games. But they can't fucking be the main title character experiencing the horror for the first time again. Because they've been doing this for so fucking long.
0: And not only that, we've made fun of Leon and Six... When he fucking sees zombies for the first time, and he's like, what?
1: No. Yeah. Oh. And then later
0: on, even in the same first chapter. Stay
1: right where you are.
0: It's like Raccoon City all over again. And I'm like, yeah, but where was, why were you fucking so hesitant to shoot the president when you knew he was a zombie already?
1: I don't know, because we're supposed to believe this is post-RE4, Leon, and I don't know, re 4 Leon is a fucking action hero super like super spy thing. Mm. So I don't know. All these characters that's the problem though. The more you reuse characters, the more they end up not being their original selves. And the, the right games the right games. The good games will take that chance and make, alright, we'll take our character and do something interesting with them and turn them make him a bad guy or something like that. We'll see if that's the direction they're going here, because we don't know if that's the case. Right. But more often than not, they've just made made the main character get upset at the fact that people are dying and they're just mad. Like, and they never end up being the the character that we liked them in the first place. So, like, would you say RE4 Leon is even close to RE6 Leon? Like, are they even the same person? Do they act similarly? Do they have any traits that you could see one having, the other don't? They
0: both have, like, action hero
1: lines. Like, they do one-liners and shit. I don't even think re six Leon is even close to that. He's just such a fucking buzzkill the whole time. Yeah, well, the whole I don't. I don't remember kill. six that
0: well, and I, I barely give a shit about that game to have it in my memory.
1: It's got good so, gameplay. The stories is pretty rough, guys. He says. Um, but but that was my point, by the way, is bringing back these characters. That's that's my right. Memory. Right.
0: So that's what Bone King feels. He feels that these characters should you know cameo be like hey you're suffering through this like use this like throw the rocket launcher like the bsaa is a perfect out where they just show up at the end and it's like oh we heard what happened here yes how can we help you it's jill and chris and they're like listen we understand what you're going through we've been there let and then that's it and then, you know, you play them in a mercenaries mode on the game and or something. And then you
1: something. could have a fucking, yeah, a off where you have all the survivors in one game doing all the big dick shit against Umbrella. Sure. Right. Why would we have these same characters? It's happening all over again. It's like, oh my God. It's Raccoon really-
0: City all over again. It's blah, blah, blah all over again. Do you
1: really think the main character is going to die if we keep reusing a veteran over and over again? Like...
0: No, but that is what I kind of want or just get them away (laughs) altogether because we could argue, right? We could argue the subject matter, like the worth of each character, but I firmly believe when it's someone as heroic as Chris Redfield, who is usually a goody-goody two-shoes. And he does a lot of things, and he's done a lot of impossible things, and particularly with Six, where he redeems himself after that, you know, shit in the beginning, it's and, a Pierce, re- and Pierce, and <laughs> Pierce yeah. kind of, you know, risks his life for Chris, even though Chris was gonna risk his life to save his team members. But see, for me, it makes a narrative sense that Chris Redfield would die, but only if he dies in albeit a grandiose manner where he sacrifices himself where it's really to save the world because that for me is chris redfield to a t chris redfield is a fucking badass from head to toe that's how he's been written that's how he's mostly is unless you play the Joe campaign in one and he's just stuck in a jail cell doing yeah. nothing but
1: <laughs> help me <laughs> That, that's it <laughs> that, <laughs> is that you Chris. Rebecca <laughs> yeah there's, there's Chris <laughs>
0: but for me my attachment to Chris Redfield my attachment to all characters I love them all dearly I grew up with them I'm perfectly fine with them dying they're not comic book heroes I'm fine with them dying I'm fine for some finality to these characters and we just have new characters dealing with new shit with no help because in one, and two, and in three, the help you get is from the characters that are in the game already. Like mm-hmm. two, you get Ada giving you the rocket launcher. and three, it's Barry showing up with the helicopter.
1: Well, he wasn't in the game already, but yeah. It, it, it,
0: right, but... It, 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 it could it, be it, Carlos even.
1: It's just a secret ending for right. Barry, right.
0: But, um, but it's the little things that for me matter. And with Chris, I firmly believe he's going to die. It doesn't have the same weight like, Ethan Dine doesn't have the same weight as Chris Dine. Because right. e- Ethan's too fresh. He's two yeah. games in. This is his second game, and... A-
1: that's... Uh, I'm sorry, how f- fresh is... I hate the fact that Ethan is now part of this. Like, like, we're supposed to establish Ethan as, like, the next veteran. He was a random dude, bro, and he's being forced into a sequel because that's how they believe sequels should be done. Like, we can't just have a new character.
0: Right. As right now we believe... That's And the, the the closing part of the trailer clearly shows the beginning of the game yeah. where Chris is telling him, I'm sorry, Ethan, and it, and it feels like Ethan's just going to go on a tale of revenge or I'm some I'm sure shit.
1: that it's like, I'm sorry, Ethan, I have to do this because Mia was doing a bad thing on top of the other bad thing she was doing in 7. And then bang, bang, and then now it's like... It's it's there's the narrative in the story saying that Ethan there's worse things out there And then I could just see the real board members like literally holding the gun shooting Mia like sorry No happy ending for you. You're you're a Resident Evil fan like fan favorite now There's no way you can have a happy life now. You're you're forced to survive horrible encounters for the rest of your life Aren't you happy? Congratulations Now your wife gets to die and you can go join the rest of the BSA and shit Like it's just weird
0: so Bone King has said, I don't know if you've mentioned on the show, but that Resident Evil is basically a fucking anime.
1: At this point, definitely. In the beginning, it was close, but it's just hardcore gone yeah. there.
0: I don't know anime as well as he does. But in comics, there's a certain reality for the characters that characters don't get happy. Like the the chase is always better than the than the catch. You know what I mean? Right. Like most characters, what 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 usually happens with comic book characters, they're usually pining for a partner. They look for a specific partner and then the characters find roadblocks. They get them together, they break them up, and it's always a constant thing. The classic right. one, Mary Jane and fucking Peter Parker or Lois and Clark. And I feel that's kind of the same but instead of a partner, it's a happy ending. Because we've had multiple chances for Chris and Claire to have multiple happy endings, and they just keep fucking them.
1: But see, this is the difference between something like Resident Evil and comic books, is that in comic books, you do have that comic where they do have a happy ever after. Because in comic books, you have a million different what-ifs and different versions of shit. We, what, my, what I mean to say is there are more entries and more things out there in comics that give us the room to to go out there and do all these different ridiculous like oh they're going back into it, add all these roadblocks and all that shit because they have to elongate it mm. and I get that that's fine but for a concise story I feel like putting up roadblocks just for the sake of having this character return again instead of it being like an overarching narrative thing with their character Because it's not even like the events of a previous game influence how these characters act in the game they are A veteran in again.
0: Yeah, because Resident Evil 5, Chris, is vastly different than Resident Evil 6, Chris. Or
1: even Code Veronica, Chris. Right. They're they're entirely different people by how they act and how they treat people. So, like, I don't see what the benefit is of bringing back these characters if they're not even the character to begin with. So, I'm just going
0: to say, I'm getting it day one. I'm buying specifically a PlayStation 5 the day it launches. Like, When Resident Evil 8 comes out, that's when I buy a PlayStation 5. That's how I feel. That's how I feel right now, like, that day. And I hope there's a special PS5 that has, like, you know, the umbrella symbol on it or a I, star symbol. I, I doubt don't,
1: it only because right. it's not an exclusive exclusive. It will be for Steam as well. And so, Xbox. Yeah. But
0: I'm just saying, like, in my hope, heart of hearts, that's, that's what I would like. I'm just saying what I would like. Right. I am very interested in it i do understand the trepidation and it does certainly feel like the reason why i quit is coming back i'm hoping not i'm hoping against hope that when they mean by adding a little bit of more action that it's resident evil 3 and not so much resident evil 6
1: but even resident evil 3 even then it was like the start of introducing more action and getting further away from what made people. Then again, you know what? I say that like everyone likes resident evil for the same reason. And that's not true. People like the action trilogy because it's the action trilogy and they hate the classic trilogy. It's a thing. I'm, people are like that. I'm
0: uh, I'm actually super surprised at the amount of people I've met that are like, I fucking hate one. Yeah. I and hate I'm one. like, one is one of the greatest games of all time. But they love four, five, six. Yeah. I understand exactly where you're coming from, and I think one of the things we brought up when we were making the show and we were talking about the show, and this is Bone Kinging and and the dude, we don't shut up about Resi, right? Since yesterday we've been chatting nonstop. But one of the things I think uh, I pointed out to you was. Resident Evil's identity is so malleable. And it's Capcom's
1: fault. Really. Is it, though? Or is it the fans? N- it's not. Um, what I mean by their plot is so malleable. It no, wasn't no, 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 no. Their till, identity.
0: Because the first three games are survival horror. The next three, what are they? Action. And now we're going back into this. Because
1: we're cutting out all of the extra shit in between them. It's not like they were concisely putting out entries in the main line. They they went off and did Code Veronica, Gun Survivor, Dead Aim, uh, all these other random games that were trying to be like. Adding more action to the formula. Yeah. First this, person with survivor and dead aim. And fucking. then you
0: have Outbreak, which was trying to do online. Then they go back to it with a completely different aspect, which is just ripping but off Dead you, by Daylight, which is not, Resistance.
1: But did you notice that fucking an Outbreak, it didn't have the same level of action as something like Resident Evil 3 or, or Code Veronica?
0: Or even Resistance.
1: Well, let's say like when Outbreak came out right. and everything before then, Code Veronica was out. Code Veronica has backflips, flaming blood, uh, Wesker doing matrix shit. It's pretty over the top. Luckily, the game's gameplay, in my opinion, saves it from being too over the top for me. Right. But Outbreak scaled it back and made it more of the traditional, what I mean by traditional, I mean RE1 and 2, well, maybe RE1 because 2 also add a little bit of action, um, and made it more of like a work together to escape the place and solve the puzzles and not necessarily kill everything and be more action-y. Right? So, obviously they're aware that there is a certain niche that likes that that demographic but it's never or or that likes that kind of gameplay but it's never enough for them and they want to always make it a bigger net with more people so that's what opens up the action thing because they want to get the call of duty shooter crowd and that's always been the thing with resident evil they've always been trying to add in extra action with little bits here and there to where it just became full-blown in four and then it just ran with it because 4 sold so well. It doesn't stop these games from being good. I'm not saying it doesn't. But when you tell me that the new enemy types are werewolves, they are faster, and and now that they are specifically saying there is a more of a, a, a focus on action as opposed to horror, it feels like you're going through that same trap again. We're going through the exact same trap that we did from RE3 to 4. That exact same path where things were getting so over-the-top action-y that they just started becoming the main identity of the series.
0: Now, I want to wrap up my point by just saying that I know there's people out there that if they listen to us, give us a chance or whatever, and they hear this. Mm. There's going to be some that are going to be like, oh, you're going to buy it anyway. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. You're going to buy it anyway. I'm sure at some point. (laughs) Well, yeah, but... Let us fucking talk about it. We yeah. we have every right to bitch about something that we don't like. And bunking, you've been wrong about seven. Of I was wrong about some Resi game. I I'm forgot allowed which to one. talk
1: about a trailer, you know?
0: Yeah, dude. Like, I thought seven wasn't gonna bring me back, and it did. And I waited till it got a game of the year release. I quit on Resi with six. You quit, I think, was Revelations one.
1: I, I quit around
0: Revelations.
1: I, I actually quit around six too, but like I was still trying. But goddamn, six is rough. And at the end of the day, uh, we're back,
0: and we brought our new toys with no, yeah, okay. uh, no. But Resident Evil, everybody makes that comparison with Silent Hill, and I think it's it's not a good comparison. Both are survival horror, and both have tank controls. The good ones do, but. <laughs> But at the end of the day, Resident Evil will always be its own thing. And unfortunately, and this is what I'm going to close it on on, in my opinion, Capcom has never been a leader. It's always following everybody else's trends. And almost every one of their games, they're following someone else and think that's what's hip and that's what's good. Hmm. Like... For example, Resistance is the fame one versus four or one versus six. It's trying to pull in the MLG crowd. Right. Yeah. And then you have things like, uh, God, I was about to say.
1: Remakes in general. Seven,
0: you had first person um, horror, which was popularized by what?
1: Outlast. Well, really, the biggest influencer was PT.
0: Right. Yeah. And they'll say repeatedly, oh, we were developing it even before P.T., but they were developing it as a third person. And then they made it first person because mm-hmm. P.T. did phenomenally
1: well. And, and that's the development process. No one's copying anyone. They just decided to adapt with the times. But you, you bring up a point.
0: But also they follow like, trends. For, I get yeah, that. Like Street Fighter Five follows the trends of just endless DLC.
1: I'll release the base package and then finish it later in fucking patches right
0: and the same goes for a myriad of their games where it's just it's not complete you mm-hmm. know and case in point with resident evil 3 it's missing shit it well it's not missing shit but it needs stuff it needs some love and it's not getting any and now we're just moving on to the next one I don't know.
1: I, it's just weird to me because it's like we obviously touched back at why... Because Resi- there are people out there that hate Resident Evil 7. They say it's the worst thing in the entire franchise, which is mind-boggling with how many different titles that are in this fucking franchise. Right. But, but regardless, because you, you bring up a point, you're saying like I Resident Evil's identity is very malleable. And I would say that, that wasn't true until like Resident Evil 4... For a while, everyone equated Resident Evil with zombies. It was what it was. That's what Resident Evil's main gimmick yeah. was: was yeah, yeah, viral yeah. warfare. It was about uh, fucking corp- uh, corporate espionage and virus outbreaks. It was like a sci-fi horror in a way, but like. Now they they want to take it to the name of it where it's like the residents are evil and that's where four kind of came in where the people nearby are evil and then they try to they keep they keep trying to find the next T virus because they don't want to do T virus again but no matter how many times you change it it ends up functionally being the same thing so why not just leave it that it ends up being the same thing like Evelyn and her fucking um, fungus thing it's the E virus. It's it's a, it's a Six different kind of virus, C
0: virus progenitor virus. It, it goes on and on and on.
1: Right. And what I mean to say is like werewolves are obviously the next line here where it's like what if what if the this virus just made was made from like I don't know more wolf DNA and that's the biological hybrid that's happening. Sure, whatever that's that's fine. But like it, it just seems weird to me that we can't do that and zombies. So, why can't we have werewolves and zombies?
0: Can I ask you this question? Yeah, because uh, this is something that intrigues me now with werewolves, with quote unquote witches, yeah, and I believe there's something else that's somewhat supernatural in this, sure,
1: a mummy. Maybe. Frankenstein. Oh, well, Tyrant is essentially a Frankenstein's monster, if we're going to take it back. (laughs) We're going to be honest here. It's scientific experiments. I mean, the mother of all these things, Mary Shelley, fucking Frankenstein.
0: (laughs) It's pronounced Frankenstein. (laughs) Um, How do you do you think Resident Evil has room for supernatural nonsense or no?
1: When Resident Evil 7 was coming out, they played the exact same card. They said, Oh, it's something supernatural. It's something yeah, supernatural. I, I,
0: the 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 Ghosts.
1: The beginning hour. Oh, there's you know, a ghost there. Yeah, there was ghosts in the footage and it's supposed to be that the virus makes you hallucinate ghosts, but are they real? Like that was the selling gimmick and then it got so bad because people were so turned off from supernatural shit that they actually came out and said, "Okay, that's the marketing material. We promised the game actually has combat." And they had to hint in that combat was a thing because they wanted to keep it like vague and open. So, you know what? If they turn around and show us oh there actually are zombie enemies, we were just showing off the werewolves for now. Okay, whatever. Then I could walk it back. But right now it feels like why are we even calling this a Resident Evil game? Why? Just call this village and make it a cool game about werewolves and witches in this fucking cold town. That sounds cool. Why what purpose does Ethan being here serve? What greater, like, addition... Or Chris, for that matter, or Mia, for that matter. What addition to the greater narrative does Chris or anyone being in this game do for the overarching plot of Resident Evil? Because it's not like it's it's all individualized events, right? Like how I want it to be, like how I've been wanting it to be for years, where it's like... Uh, Somewhere in China, there's an event and we play Resident Evil in China Uh, Somewhere in Australia and we got to go to Australia and do a thing Just random events where the virus comes through But it's not that, is it? It is actually veterans returning to the scene of the crime every single fucking time So obviously they're trying to establish some some sort of overarching narrative That something is going on across these games Even the movies imply it but guess what? It never goes anywhere. It just always goes up and be. It is like, oh, I'm a veteran from the last game. How does that change what happens in this game? I don't know. I just kind of go through the same thing again. I mean, granted, in five, you you run into Wesker, and you got to go through that. That's something from his past. But like, it's not necessarily a a new change in their character. It's a completely two different characters meeting each other for the first time. Like, they they act like they know each other, but they're two completely different people from when they met in, again in Code Veronica, right? Right. I don't know. It just feels like you're trying to tell me there's an overarching narrative, but they never go anywhere with it. It's it's always – and it's not like Dark Souls would where it's you, in would the Would you environment. feel that
0: it's directionless or rudderless?
1: Yeah, I feel like it's directionless. If I felt like there was an... Yes, Ethan being in the next game feels like, okay, there there's a direction. We're making Ethan the helm here. Ethan is the new, like, person who's experiencing things and the new person gonna see how the world is. Fine. I disagree with that, but fine. But it just feels like you're just gonna lead us on again. How does this lead us open to any new anything? It just... I don't know. It just feels like it's really forced for some reason for me personally.
0: So there's a rumor that's been popping up after it was debuted, and that is that there are three protagonists.
1: Right. I heard about this, too. In in eight.
0: And seven kind of had two protagonists because we play a section of it as Mia in, right. in seven. Eight uh, might do that again.
1: I have a theory if that's okay.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I was just explaining, I was going to go into asking, yeah, I was going to go in and asking you, what do you think
1: about it? Right. Because it's funny you say that because I have a a conspiracy theory on Resident Evil 7. And I know I may be the only person who thinks this, but judging by how not a hero was presented and the fact that it was free, I have a feeling that was supposed to be in the main game. Like you were supposed to play through the game. 70% 70% as as Ethan, that 20% as fucking Mia, and then the 10% le- that's left over, right? I do math, 70, 80, Yeah, the leftover 10% is Chris finishing out the game, f- killing Lucas, and being, like, the end all of what happened to the family. And and there's even the cutscene at the end where they meet up at the end, where where Ethan meets up with Zoe and Chris. It feels like a legit ending. I have a feeling that the salt mines... All were supposed to be part of Chris's section, but they had to cut it off because it wasn't ready yet, and they just released seven as it was. So if we look at that and be like, Ethan, Mia, Chris, it's going to be Ethan, Emily, Chris, the new person, the new lady who's showing up that people are calling her Emily.
0: Honestly, I thought
1: Emily, you know, you blink, you miss it. Mm -hmm. I thought it was Claire. It looks a lot like Claire. And that's that's something I think design-wise is not the best idea because you just had Resident Evil Two Remake not too long ago. I mean, granted, it was long ago, but like Claire is still fresh in people's conscious, and she has a ponytail, and she looks very similar to that character. Brunette, uh, same skin tone, same everything. She looks very similar. They should have changed it up a bit. It's I don't know Helena to, Harper. I don't know who she is. But I'm guessing she's helping Ethan because there was a cutscene where she has a gun drawn on her, and it's like it looks like it's gameplay. Um, but the thing that just keeps distracting me is how much everything feels like Resident Evil Four. The villagers, they they look like remade Resident Evil Four villagers. The village itself looks like Pueblo, but just icy instead. The castles there, uh, I I just. I don't. Obviously, they're gonna use some assets of this for Resident Evil Four remake, and that's what it is, and that's normal and totally fine and nothing to be ashamed of. But I don't. I'll say one thing. You know what? I'll say one thing. I do like, and is whatever. I don't hate the witches idea. The idea of a group of women who decide to make their own coven and, and generate a virus that turns people into werewolves. I can get behind this in a way but for me to still feel like this is resident evil and this could still happen don't get me wrong it needs to still have the same pacing as seven as resident evil 2 remake where it's exploring the map it's it's unraveling the puzzle of the setting you know what i mean like exploring new hallways unlocking doors item management making every bullet count all the stuff that i say i love about resident evil that has to be there does it also have to have a laboratory
0: underneath everything and it blows up in a self-destruction? Oh,
1: I fully expect Nest 3 to be in this game. Don't get me wrong. Nest 3 is happening. But the thing is when they keep telling me that like – we'll keep telling me. In the video, they make a big emphasis on there's more action this time around. And, we want, and this enemy type reflects that. They even show, like, the Resident Evil 5 executioner enemy. It's not the same guy, but it's a big guy with an axe that looks very similar, jumping down. That kind of Dark Souls-ish kind of enemy, I don't know how that's going to work in this setting, in this gameplay style. Maybe it will. I can be wrong. But, like, it just, again, feels like we're falling into the exact same traps gameplay-wise. So I have a question. Yes, and it's a very specific
0: part in the in the trailer. You blink you miss it, but any eagle-eyed uh, resi fan worth their salt would notice it. Hmm. How do you
1: feel about the umbrella symbol being there? I noticed that too. Yeah, it's it's obviously umbrella has some sort of ties to the witches in some way and they they own the castle mayhaps. I mean, that's usually umbrellas mo. Um, I mean, fuck, they had the Alexia Ashford or whatever, the Ashford Castle. Fuck it. You know, they own crazy shit all the time. I, I didn't think too much of it. I just knew that Umbrella was related somehow, and that's to be expected. And actually... Someone put up a theory that like, what if Umbrella's bioorganic weapons got into their town and this was their defense—werewolves—and that's—and th- this t- the tale is that they feel justified because Umbrella killed most of their people, but they're becoming just as bad as they are because they have the cult virus or whatever. It's Resident Evil Four, and it's like—and just i'm um, I just to round this out. I don't like the fact that Ethan is a protagonist again. I would have done better. I feel like I would have done better with someone else. I don't like the fact that Chris is back, but whatever. He could be a cameo. I don't care. I I don't like how fast the werewolves are, but I haven't seen them in combat yet, so I don't know. And last of all, the setting looks gorgeous, and I like the witches. They seem like charismatic villains, but I have to see what they do, you know, and we'll see. That That's what I like. That's it.
0: I think at the end of it we're just gonna have to uh obviously wait and see, but of course, tune in here into the Fan Freaks Podcast for all the news regarding this fucking game. And trust us, we'll be all over all over this news like a licker on a police officer.
1: Wow. Uh uh hmm. Like a gulpworm in a cemetery. <laughs> like uh... a... <laughs>
0: I miss Gravedigger.
1: (laughs) Ah, He's gone. (laughs) Wouldn't Gravedigger have been cool? Uh, Yes, but you know what he would have been, right? Optional boss? No, he would have been the alligator where it's a cinematic thing where you Uh, run away. You really think they would actually make him a fight fight? I don't know, man, for that opportunity to do a set piece. This is Capcom realizing the IP that they have being popular again and shoving it with the shortcomings and and cutting corners that they always do. They did so
0: well with 7 and 2.
1: Yes. They did so well. And then watch what happened. Resident Evil 2 got Game of the Year. Okay. And and 7 was nominated. Right. And so Capcom went. Oh And Seven, oh, seven won some. And, and seven Capcom won some went, game Oh year. shit! This team is bringing Resident Evil back to life. Let's tell them all the shit that we tried telling the other team that ruined the game before and forced them to do it. We're gonna run into the exact same issues. I am. I thank my lucky goddamn stars. Stars. Oh wow. <laughs> that that Resident Evil Two came out. The remake came out the way it did. It could have ended up just as half-assed as Resident Evil 3 remake. As much as I love it, it was half-assed. I'm sorry. I can't deny that.
0: Yeah, neither can I.
1: All right? Like, I'm just really lucky that my game got remade the perfect way that I'd want it to. And mine didn't. And, and I'm sad that yours didn't, you know, but, you know, I'm just happy that we got that one chance where the team got what they wanted to do 7 and 2 remake and just run with it before Capcom decides to butt in and be like, oh, man, you know, it'd be cool. This would be fun. We got to make it more actiony, appeal to more people. Come on, people love returning characters. That's what sold the games last time. And it's like, no, just... Ethan was cool because he was his own character. He was Ethan. And then people are like, well, then if it doesn't matter who the main character is, like, the idea is it's first person. So, like, you're supposed to insert yourself. And it's like, okay, wouldn't that be easier with different randos as opposed to the same veteran character you're supposed to keep a personality in mind with? I'm sorry. I'm done. I I, I swear. Um. No, no. I have uh, a question not involving
0: Resident Evil 8. Oh, Okay. How do you feel about resistance now going forward?
1: Worthless. I'm sorry. You know, because I want to look up. How I felt about it in the podcast? No, because you haven't changed. What I want to know is its current player data. It's gone down significantly. Like, I don't mean to shit talk. Obviously, there were people who worked on that game that worked really hard. I'm not trying to discredit their work. And the director of that team got put on because he was asked to. I'm not saying that he even had a decision on what was made. However, So, so there, I have
0: the Steam chart, by the way.
1: Okay, but before I go into that, yeah, yeah. This, this that'll be the final judgment because this is what I have to say. Everything that I said when it came out maybe not exactly was correct— But it ended up being even worse than what I said. Because they didn't even take the time to put the monsters into their game to make it fit in their game. They just ported them in using the RE engine and they fit in the other remakes, but not in this fast-paced, like, 4v1 multiplayer game. Hence why G is broken. Hence why Tyrant is, er, why Nemesis is broken. Like, the game is broken because all they did was import shit. And everything else is so counterintuitive to the design of what a Resident Evil game should do in immersing you. And, and the gameplay of how it works with the Mastermind, they didn't bother to balance anything. So that is why the player base is so bad. Not even the shit that I complained about. I complained about how it was an outbreak and the UI and all that shit. The reason why it didn't do well is because they didn't update it. They didn't balance it. If they did update it and it's still that unbalanced... Then I'm sorry. It was a hot mess to begin with.
0: <clears throat> so, it Resi three what it launched in April, March around there. Yeah. So the average players for Resistance because they came together. Resistance and three the remake of three came together.
1: Right. One
0: thousand six hundred eighty-seven was the average player for April. Do you want to know right now the average? What? 490.
1: Holy shit. That's a significant drop.
0: Yeah. That is a huge, massive drop. A month. Okay. That's now. But a month after it came out, it was 633. So it went from 1,687 to 633 to now 490. Right now, the all-time peak that it had was 4,181 people.
1: I'm sorry. This is what happens when all you do is just use assets on their own and don't even bother fucking designing things around them. I'm sorry. Like, I don't mean to be a negative Nancy, dude. I I didn't want to come into this podcast being, like, the naysayer. Right. But, like, I have to be because I've I've been hurt before, and I'm not doing this shit again. Like, I'll play it, I'll have a good time, because I. but I'm not going to be invested like I was when Resident Evil 2 Remake came out, when I felt like it gave a shit again. Like, I feel like this may go downhill, but I can't know for sure until it comes out.
0: And lastly, its current player base right now, as of 20 minutes ago, is 585 people. And (sighs) I want to say right now that this is what happens when... Capcom follows the trend instead of setting the trend right and letting the artists make what they want to make don't force things let them be you make more money out of it Devil May Cry 5 was a return to form and it made bon- bonko money right fucking
1: Resident Evil was a return Resident to form Evil Tomb
0: was a huge return to form made a shitload of money Resident Evil 3 has pissed off a lot of Resi fans and it's gotten a lot of average because scores. It's, it it's, not going shallow. To get, it's not going to get nominated for Game of the Year. And it's not deserving of it, in my opinion.
1: Be- because of the things that I outlined right. here, where they don't really go all the way. It's Because the company t- took more notice, they did more advertising, but they didn't finish the full product. They're more concerned with getting more games out there and making money and not necessarily making the game good. So I don't know. It's the same way I don't trust Konami either. Konami's worse, granted. But, like, people get mad at me for being negative about games that are coming out. And I don't mean this about you. Uh, dude, I'm just saying in general, people call me negative because I notice things and I recognize that as patterns for previous things and then they just get they think I just I look at just the bad things. Well, what if it's good this time? Sure, but does history and context not matter? Like, I don't know. How how quick we forget. Dude, I we forget that Capcom like likes to forget what we like and want to introduce more audiences into something not necessarily give (sighs) the the, like if there's a niche audience obviously the audience was big enough for people who okay when Resident Evil 2 remake came out it was a survival horror game right obviously it did well enough and introduced other people that didn't know survival horrors into the game enough that it became game of the year Right. It wasn't just for the niche, and it wasn't just popular with people in the niche. It broke out of the niche despite the fact that it was solely survival horror and with a little bit of action elements, sure. But not like Resident Evil 3 action, not like multiplayer fucking bonus mode shit. It was more of a true-to-form remake of Resident Evil 2. So, like, I just—I don't know. I don't know what direction they're going.
0: Now, I think we're going to end the show in a little bit. yeah. I just want to say, uh, Bone King, I have a mental image of you when you get off on these rants. And I've been at the other end of these rants, and I usually agree with you. I usually agree with you. But I like to think of you as Hannibal Burris and Eric Andre show where there's a specific scene. Why are you
1: booing me? You know, I'm right. right. Yeah. Is that it? No, I I do that in my stream half the time. It's like, why are you booing me? You know, what's going to happen. Like, fuck, man. But this is the same team that look what they did to Dead Rising, dude. Whenever that shot when Dead Rising got popular, that shit got whored out real hard,
0: real fucking hard. And Dead Rising five is a shell of its former self compared to three or even two. And I don't play those games. But uh, alas, poor York. We hardly knew ye. Um, Hold on. I want to see something real quick. All right. So. I want to say thank you for listening to the Fan Freaks podcast, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. If you want more content, just watch Bone King stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. I I feel watch like I'm very, very upset. I don't mean to get mad or angry. It's just like it's about something you love. I care about this series, and I'm not saying it's going to be bad from the get go.
0: You, um you care about it so much you're a platinum ambassador on re.net yeah
1: yeah that's the big reveal for june 10th everyone <sighs> that platinum ambassadors are a thing i'm looking at outbreak right now uh four or five six, i would say there's just about the same number of people playing outbreak on a fan server that are playing resistance
0: wow so i
1: i mean I maybe want, not I'll, the same number but it, it's close <laughs>
0: I, I wouldn't be surprised if Outbreak had more players playing concurrently. Yeah. Because Resistance is dying off. There's more and more people that I've read uh, through comments, through reviews. They're going
1: out of their way to play Outbreak because they want to try it. Yeah. Like, wow. No,
0: no, no, but that... I'm quitting resistance and they see videos and they're like, this is why I quit. And it's like a net gameplay or Nikolai gameplay. Yeah, it's broken. And it's just absolutely completely unbalanced completely broken, and not worth anybody's time or energy. Mm-hmm. Resistance, since day one, Bone King has been at the forefront of saying that it was going to be shit. I want that on record. Yeah. And like, I agreed with him,
1: and I was wrong about Resident Evil Seven, so my track record isn't always that I'm like correct, right? But I have reasons for the things I'm being negative on, and it's not for funsies. We'll see. Let's well, they'll
0: they we can, don't they enjoy shitting on our franchise. Yeah, I we don't really enjoy know. it. We just wish it was
1: better. Well, it's not. We don't even know yet. I again, I have to scale back my expectations because I don't know. But from what I see, I don't like the direction we're going. And I, I know I was bitching. Like I want to see Resident Evil Eight. I want to see Resident Resident Evil Eight. Now I want to see Resident Evil Nine. <laughs> I'm already over this one, to be honest. Like I want to. My whole. No, thing, you're gonna
0: see Resident Evil Four remake first.
1: Fuck me. Like I just, I want to see the. And next we're gonna buy. It. I want to see the next zombie game. like we literally have not gotten that in the longest time we got six I guess if you want to call that but it was more with the Twin Oaks shit it was barely even the same zombie experience they don't even act similar Yeah, you got fucking
0: dual wielding handguns fucking acrobatic flips and jumps and suplexes And Leon gets to slide on the floor and crawl around.
1: I, I, you know what? And this is what I'll say, my final word. I don't know everything about, about Village, okay? And it could still turn around and make all the things that I thought looked bad, actually good. All that matters is that the gameplay is still the map exploration. It's still, you know, making your bullets count. And, and if they actually do have zombies in this game and we just don't see them... I think zombies would be terrifying in this engine. And first person dealing with those zombies would be... Fu- I have a mod for RE2 Remake that lets me do it. And it's legit scary. I think that would be such a good direction. Because you see the zombies' faces as they come at you. I don't think you're going to get that same effect with just werewolves. So We we'll are see. hoping
0: for more enemy variety than the molded.
1: Yeah. Which I guess we're already getting because we have man showing up. I just, hopefully. Oh, you he's mean a boss. the Boogeyman? I ugh. uh. Alrighty, guys. Uh, we're ending the show here. I'm so sorry that this has become such a turbulent episode. I we're just really conflicted on how to feel about this. I mean, we're optimistic, but cautiously so. Like, I
0: feel I'm more optimistic than you, and I'm.
1: Yeah. All right. I, I I'm definitely more on the negative spectrum, only because I just feel like they confirmed every You've fucking been hurt rumor too much i've been hurt too much and pretty much every stupid rumor i heard is true now so whatever and like who cares <laughs> resident evil was a mistake <laughs>
0: That's such a good ending. (laughs) That's such a good ending.